we're ready to fly. Yeah, baby. <clears throat> Let's get it. So, three? Okay, that makes sense for me to count for myself. No, just do it, man. You see, you're starting to show your dictator tendencies are starting to show every time you do that. What do you mean? Because you're you're just about to hand you're just about to appoint someone to to do it for you. Those are dictator tendencies. Okay, fine. I don't know. Just then, because at the same time, I'm supposed to start at the end of the count. Yeah, but you. Yeah, but you can still do the count yourself. Okay, Okay, who who do you want to do the count for you? Appoint someone. I'll, I'll do it myself. I've been pressured too much. <laughs> that, you know, those three seconds give me time to like gather myself a bit. So could someone kindly count for me? Have you guys noticed how self-important he is? He wants to count for himself. Okay, let us count for you. Three, two. Hey, everybody. Um. Welcome to the first endeavor of uh, the Village ZM. We call our episodes endeavors. Um, so, I mean, it would depend on the topic. Uh, that would be the endeavor for the day. And um, yeah, so our guests today are these uh, gentlemen who are in the intro, who are also, who you're going to be more fond of as the podcast progresses, which are um, the co hosts of this podcast, Mtemwa, Lusungu Sui. The bros, um, yeah. So, how's everyone doing? Are we good? We good. First of all, we're not we're not guests, man. We are. This is our no, home. Right? This is our village. Why are you calling us guests? No, but like in this, because you're the ones we hear, we're hearing from today. You know, it's a privilege to hear from you. It's you know, you're, you're the special guests, but you're also the hosts. You know, so you know there are certain guests who have that effect where they just make everyone feel welcome. Even as guests, you know. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. I see what <laughs> all is forgiven. All is forgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys, if you're if you're listening to us, um, hashtag the village ZM on Twitter. And um, yeah, just shoot us with your questions. Um, yeah, we would love to hear your questions. We would love to hear any contributions you have. Like that would be so meaningful. And um, yeah. So our topic for today is democracy and um, political engagement. And, um, you know, this is a very interesting topic, honestly, because it, it's, it's more like the foundation for what we are doing as, um, as a podcast, really. Um, and, yeah, so it would be interesting to see what these guys' thoughts are on this. Um, yeah. So Lusungu. How are you doing? I'm doing great, fam. How's it going? Uh, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So, for for me, like um personally, like the question that I have in my head for you is, you know, you have this. We have this thing where it's like, okay, um, who is it? Who's responsible for you know what goes on in our country? Who's supposed to talk about these things? Who's supposed to act upon whatever issues we have? um as or you know on a country level um and you you know like you have people who will be like okay you know what we're still young we don't have to worry about these issues right now and then on the other side you have like the older people who are like oh no like our time is over it's your turn to like actually act on this um 
on 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 national issues and yeah and just speak up and see if change can be brought about so who would you say whose whose responsibility would you say it is to to talk about national issues and just engage in general okay um honestly speaking um it's it's, it's one of those topics that um really gets me thinking because there's a whole lot going on right now so it's kind of tricky, you know, to sort of point out like one person or one group, one generation, you know, one age range that is, you know, responsible for what's going on. But honestly speaking, I feel like, um, and that's my personal opinion, I feel like it's everybody's responsibility, you know. I feel like there's no, I feel like we should stop trying to put a cap on people and say that, okay, you know what, you're too young, you know, so it means that you cannot, you know, you cannot you cannot be involved or saying that, no, you're too old. And it means that, you know, you know, you're too old for politics or for, you know, what's going on in our country. I feel like because there's so many different um, things affecting each and every one of us in different ways, you know. So I feel like it's everybody's responsibility. And um, so, yeah, so I would really say it's everybody's responsibility. You know, we, it's all our responsibility to, you know, to speak up and to let everybody and to let other people know like what we're going through because the only way that a problem can be fixed or is for you to say that there is a problem you know there's no way i'm gonna wake up one day and just know that oh malimba has got a medical issue or malimba has got you know a problem going home malimba has got a problem you know with security i would not know that until malimba tells me that he's got a problem so, okay. like in that light, I believe it's everybody's responsibility. I may okay, be wrong, so, but yeah. Mm, I, um, I, yeah, thank you for that. I have a question for you, though. Because um, <clears throat> you're a young adult, eh? And um, yeah. obviously, like, you have, you know, your older relatives or just older people around that you know. So, do you feel like it's 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 very easy for you to actually have conversations with them and fully understand each other, like whether it's on a termolo- terminology perspective or even just how you go about thinking about issues. Um, is it very easy for them to see where you're coming from with your opinions on certain issues? Honestly speaking, it's not. It really isn't. Um, it's not the easiest because I'm... Uh, I'm one person who has taken a few hard lines in certain places. So, uh, you know, when my when certain um, elders get to hear them, they tend to feel like, you know, that, uh, I don't know what the word is, you know, but, you know, they, they, they tend to look at, at me or at my views a certain way. So it's not been easiest, you know, to try and get uh, my, my views or my areas across as, uh, as a younger person. And usually, um, once you sort of uh, stumble once, it's, it's harder for people to sort of look at everything else that you've said, you know, properly, even though you sort of made some sense or even though what you're saying is just partly correct. So it has been hard to, to get myself heard, but I keep on trying. I keep on, I, I keep on going at it. Okay, so what's the, what's the solution to that? Like, how do you bridge that, you know, misunderstanding? I think the start, the start for that is to understand and to accept that everybody's voice sort of matters. Everybody's voice counts. 
everybody's opinion must be respected and heard despite of of age and maturity because you know as they say you know a broken clock is 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 right like twice a day isn't it that's that's the same so in the same way somebody may may be young somebody may be immature but it doesn't mean that they are wrong so to speak so it's just about opening up our minds to listening to to people despite who they are yeah so you've talked about how you receive stuff because you realize that every person's voice matters but how do you make sure the other person also understands that your voice matters or at least gives you you know a chance to like hear you out and everything honestly speaking that's that one stuff that one stuff that one stuff unfortunately as much as i'd love to i don't have control of other people and that's um the good thing anyway i have no control of other people but i think that what I can do is to make sure I keep on talking. I make sure that even though they're not hearing me, I will keep on, I'll keep on talking. I'll make sure I'm always vocal so that the day when that person changes their views, they will listen to me. So my, my, my I think, yeah, my, my decision is just to keep on talking, making sure I'm, I'm always saying what I feel, hoping that the other person changes their mind and their perspective. Thank you for that. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Thank you so much um, for that. Yeah, just to keep trying and everything and whatnot. So since we are on the on the topic of like just talking about stuff and you know and making sure that people are heard and that people speak as well, and I think maybe we should you know direct it more to now people speaking. So what what makes people not speak about these things? Uh, and you know, engage politically. Um, so I want to ask you this question. I want to hear what you you think of this. I think one thing that just makes people uh, disengaged is is a lack of lack of interest. I think, and and that's not to attack the character of a person who's not interested. I think that politics as a standalone thing when you think about it like you know just politics parliament whatever that's it's boring stuff like it, it it's 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 literally not fun at all but um that stems from the notion that an individual doesn't really have influence or impact you know like i'm just one person my vote doesn't really matter you know like if i vote there's still other people voting so i might as well not vote like it's not gonna make a difference i'm just one person but when you have you know 14 million people 17 or or now i should say 17 million people all saying my vote doesn't matter and no one votes then the vote now starts to matter if everyone feels like you know their opinion doesn't really count or or their perspective doesn't really mean anything politically and and so i think that our our current you know environment or our culture doesn't really inspire people to feel engaged or drawn in to discuss politics because we're we're in a state where our politics is less about issues or or should i say matters of policy but rather just about 
um, about factions. A, a lot of times, you know, you support a party because you support a party. You don't really have like a, you know, you don't really have an ideology behind supporting a party. There's no, you know, there's no direct link between exactly what the party ideology is and what your support is based on. It's usually just because, you know, people are, people are fanatics. Okay. So, you know, you have your, um, you understand why people don't, don't engage. And, um, so I, I just want to think like, okay, you know what, like if you are, if you, you know, if you're from the same country that's experiencing these issues as these other people, like you should relate to some certain degree when it comes to like just looking at politics and maybe it not being interesting or it not really looking like something that's something that needs to be talked about. So what made you like, you know, get outside, out of that, that mindset and actually like consider engaging politically and actually talking about these things. Yeah. I think, I think that, I think that we have a moral obligation to, to, to take an interest in things that affect not only us, but also the people around us. So like not only me as an individual, but also everyone around me, people in my community, people, you know, all across the country and all the regions of, of the country. And and that's something that really inspires me to to try to at least have this conversation because I think that I think that we've got we've got so much promise as a country. And I think that if we work together, you know, there's a lot of potential that we can achieve. So my next question is for you, Mr. Mutema, because like obviously there are people who are listening and they're like, oh my God, like I wanna be more involved politically, I wanna engage more. You know, what can I do as an ordinary citizen? You know, do I only do I do I only start engaging politically if I if I join politics? Or there's something I can do even just on this level? Like where where can I start from? Because I know that, you know, obviously like when people hear you guys talk, like you guys are so wise, so full of substance, you know. So obviously there are gonna be people who are gonna come and like want to to know how they can play that part. Do they also have to start a podcast, you know? Um, okay, great. So <laughs> So before I answer the question, I would just like to to say, um, can we bring <laughs> can we bring back hitting the ding sound whenever Malimba says, you know? <laughs> yeah, I support that. I support that. We're not okay. doing that, guys. Yes, we are doing it. Okay, great. Uh, just making sure it's working. So uh, that's a very good question because. I think what happens most of the times is if people ever feel disillusioned by the political system, feeling like their views are not represented, that happens when the people in leadership no longer reflect the people that are supposed to be represented, right? Like, do we have average Zambians, like a regular Zambian? Do we have marketeers in, as MPs? Do we have musicians? in government positions that can advocate for the rights for artists. And I think um, it starts by being able to, I think, yeah, it starts by being able to pay attention to what's going on. And I think that why that's critical is because 
you cannot act on anything you don't know anything about, right? Um, just the very act of you doing research on uh, policy that's going on. I think I saw this wonderful interview of someone who was talking about actually looking at uh, the government's own research institution on policy and seeing what they publish about their findings on the state of the country is some is a very great place to start. Um, because the thing is with partisan politics, it only gets you as far as knowing what this person says they're going, they're going to do and not what's actually going on in the country. And I feel like once you make yourself knowledgeable, you have several avenues um, in which to make, your, make known your voice. For example, like pressure groups are a good way of as aligning yourself. Getting your friends together to start a community organization is a brilliant way. You know, um, I've always looked at churches as these very heavily funded institutions that are able to also put their, you know, things like offering to service, right? And so if you're able to ask your church, are they able to put together an event to make donations, those kinds of things? Um, it really is a good example of how you're using resources that are made available to you for action. Um, and I think because you're using what you have access to already, like easy access to, uh, I, I think, I think it, it, it definitely makes it more natural for you to then voice your opinions, right? Because you're not fight, like running for office, which is okay, but that's not the only way of bringing about change and certainly does not fit the leadership style of so, so many other people, right? So finding something that's tailored to you and your interests and your style of acting is definitely something that uh, would be a great, uh, a great role to play. But I think having conversations with people would definitely open up uh, opportunities for you to take action and being able to reach out to organizations responsible um, for implementing certain measures or policies is certainly a way. Okay. Wow, that was a lot. But um, you, you, if you are listening to what he just said and you, it had you thinking and everything, I hope you had a pen and paper so that you write down these things or just write it down in the notes of your phone because, um, yeah, you can always replay this as well, you know. That's, that's the beauty of a podcast, you know. It's not a radio station where you can... You have to wait until, you know, the, the next viewer, you know, uh, says the same thing or you, you find it online because someone took a clip of it and everything. But we have this available for, for you to, you know, look at a number of times, share with your friends, share with their friends. <laughs> I kept dinging, but the noise suppression was... Taking it out, so I had to turn off noise suppression. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but uh, oh, what? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm curious to know what your thoughts are, Malimba, um, on political engagement. What's what do you think was the turning point for yourself, making you realize that? Like, can you remember exactly what inspired you? Yeah, I guess it's it's just you know. Um, <laughs> oh my days. Okay, I'll 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 ding I'll just keep track of how many times you say you know and then I'll ding at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean I just I think it came naturally, you know. I just 
<laughs> you see, I did it just now. <laughs> yeah, I think it came naturally because I, I generally just used to enjoy um, hearing current affairs. And, you know, whenever in, in class we had, um, when I was in primary school, and whenever we had these um, current affairs news topics and we would have an assignment, where it would be like, okay, you know what, listen to the news tomorrow and then tell us what they were saying on the news. And then, you know, I would be so excited to tell everyone because I liked gathering information. And I, it's like from the beginning, I could tell that it had an impact. Even at a young age, I didn't know what that impact was at that time. But now, of course, I see the bigger picture and it was definitely, you know, worth the interest. But I remember like growing up, you, you go to someone's Facebook page and um, on the part for political interest, it was always not interested. I don't care. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. And even, like, I'll be honest with you, even, like, for me personally, like, when I would see those things, when, when I would see my peers put that up, I would be so afraid to actually talk about my political thoughts because no one really talked about it. And, um, yeah, and I, I still feel like I, I felt that to some certain extent, even, like, when we had elections in Zambia in 2016 and in 2015. It's, it's, it's only really now that um, politics has become this hot topic that everyone wants to talk about, but it's never always been like this. And I feel like if we started talking about these things earlier, like there's a lot more we would understand about where we are as a country. So, yeah. With that said, I just want to say thank you to everyone who was listening. Um, it's a pleasure working with you, gentlemen. And um, yeah, does anyone have any last words that have nothing to do with Hungry Lion? I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's why I was wondering, um, how can somebody uh, get in touch with the village if, if they wanted to get in touch with the village? I don't know if you, I don't know if we, if we, if we asked it, did we? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good question. Okay, so on Facebook, um you can search for the village zm um and then on instagram we are at the village zm and on twitter like while we're having conversations i said this at the beginning um you can just use the hashtag the village zm and yeah share your thoughts share your questions and you know maybe you'd be you'd be someone who would actually want to like have on the show we you know we don't mind having you if you know if you if you want to actually that's the only thing we want we just want willing people and um yeah we love to have these conversations and you know we would be pleased to hear from you so thank you so much and um stay tuned for our next episode and we promise you that we're gonna have a guest that's not one of us this time we promise you for a special guest um yeah over and out wait wait before we before we end so we have eight unos Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have issues. You have personal issues. Is everything okay at home, Jemo? Oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, man, that was hilarious. <laughs>